Blog Talk Radio. the Diva of Duels weekly podcast where we talk all things days of our lives and sometimes other random stuff, especially since football season is starting. Um, and uh, so we welcome you to the show. Uh, you can find us, uh, we have an iTunes page where you can find all of our past interviews with the various actors on the show and other key employee, you know, key, key people on the show, from the show. And you can also uh, and you can also find our weekly podcast there, um, uh, as well as at Blog Talk Radio that site. And then um, we've got a Facebook page. You can find the Diva of Duel at Creatively Enough at Diva of Duel on Twitter. Um, like I said, she's a Facebook page, and um, she has a page under Carrie Mesner as well. And um, I'm uh, filling in for the diva tonight, and uh, you can reach me at at Cozyhooch on Twitter. So this is Anna, and um, I believe we have Jen. Are you are you there, Jen? Hey, ladies. Hey, Jen. Um, where can everybody find you on Twitter? Rexjdk at Twitter. All right. And uh, Diva couldn't be here tonight, um, so uh, we uh, wish her a nice evening and um, see her next time. And Mama Hooch wasn't able to be here either. She's rocking out to Rod Stewart and Cindy Lauper tonight, uh, having fun the concert. So um, we wish her well as well. And you can find her at Mama underscore Hooch on Twitter. And um, let's see, we will probably have a pretty quick show tonight. Uh, let's see, what, oh, we want to shout out to Bob and Amy Hapka on Twitter, at Bob Hapka, at Amy Hapka. They're also on Facebook, and they're great, um, great folks and uh, fr- friends of the show for a long time, so shout out to them. We also always like to give shout outs to at Teo Penguins. You probably know how to spell his name or you wouldn't be interested in finding him on Twitter. So hopefully you know how to spell his name correctly. So he's on Twitter. Shout out to him. He's one of our longtime favorites as well as at Lauren Coslow. She rocks as always. And we also like to give a shout out to our dear friend Ian Buchanan, who's no longer on Days and no longer on GH as far as I know right now. But um, he's still a lovely person nonetheless and a dear friend. 
And his Twitter is at KiltTripUSA. Uh, shout out to both his Scottish origins and his American uh, roots as well. So um, anyway, um, Jen, you doing okay tonight? Yep. How about you guys? Uh, it's just me tonight. I'm I'm the one uh, one uh, running the dashboard here, and uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. It was a uh, kind of an interesting day. A few, a few unexpected surprises, but all good. So that was nice. That's all that and, counts. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, let's see. I pretty much might as well do a quick baseball review. I've pretty much given up on the Royals this year. How are your Mets doing, or is that a sore subject? <laughs> Oh, my God, they are horrible. <laughs> well, it sounds like we may be in. Gee, do they have, like, a loser's bracket this year that we could be in? They have. I, they have. I'm a free agent, and I come to pay for the Mets, and I get injured. Oh. <laughs> All of oh. power. Well, we, we have the World Series. Oh, we have uh, win the World Series in 2015, and then everything falls to crap when all of our great play or a lot of our great players go play for other teams, and now yeah. we're in a rebuilding stage. Um, so you know, I'm I'm basically back to supporting. Well, I will always support the Royals. I mean, when in Rome, yeah. you know, and I love the Royals, but I'm just really not following them real close because you know why 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 disappoint yourself every day? But um, yeah. they'll get back. They'll get they're, they'll they'll get back to it. Um, there's always Salvi, love him. Um, so I've been kind of, you know, I always have Houston in my heart from all the years I lived there. So I tend to root for the Astros lately, and all last year I did too as well. Um, and that was that turned out to pay off. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, and I'm getting ready for the Chiefs season to start, and so that'll be exciting. So hopefully, and you have a football team. Actually, I love football. I just don't what? really understand it. Like football, oh, okay. like I understand what right. a touchdown is and the extra point, and I just don't get <laughs> the rest of it. You sound like me with hockey. Uh, I know there's a puck involved. Now, Carrie, Carrie and Mary Ann are big, big hockey fans. See, who says women don't love sports, right? I mean, obviously. We I know. Do. I love sports. I mean, sports. all of us on all of us on the show love sports. So, anyway, so, all right. Um, I like see. Olympic hockey. Uh, Hockey. <laughs> oh yeah. You know what I got into this last time was what's that really boring slow thing curling or something? Oh, I actually yeah. like watched the championship for that and I kind of got into it. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, um, so uh, let's see. So days of our lives. I guess we should get into that. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's something I was going to mention about the show and then I, now I can't remember what it was, but. They've been doing some good promos lately um, oh, yeah. on NBC.com. And if you look on their Twitter, so if someone's listening, um, and I love how they're playing the one. I know you're not a fan of uh, of Ted, but I love how Kate is actually in the promos sometimes on NBC. Um, it's like they show, the, they show her saying, take off your shirt. I love that. Yep. So, um, I, I, I think it's fun to see Kate in, actually featured prominently in – promos lately that's nice um because there for a while she was hardly ever on even though she was certainly worthy of being on the, in the promos um she was always seemed to be left out so i'm happy that she's been featured in those lately so they've been doing a great job on the promos um let's see um 
I haven't checked the ratings lately. Have you? Have you seen anything on the ratings? Really checked it checked it out lately either. Okay. Uh, I'm kind of feeling. Mm, I mean, they may not be, may have taken a little bit of a downslide. I'm not sure, but um, but anyway. But I know that they've got some popular things going on right now. The show. I know a lot of people are liking Sin. Um, yeah. Sierra and Ben. And I personally like Sierra with both. I mean, if I were Sierra, I would be torn like she is basically because I think Trip is adorable. Always have. And he yeah. certainly looked very cute with his shirt off. I know I sounded like a you know, like an old lady cougar going after the twenty something year old, but um I thought he was adorable this week, trying you know, like we'll talk about that in a minute as far as the story, but I just thought he was so adorable. Um adorable in a sexy way. I think he's a sweet, sexy guy. But you know us women, sometimes when we're young we go for the bad boys, especially on soaps. So, um We'll talk about that in a minute, but I know that hashtag CIN has been popular, and yeah. um, you know, we, uh, of course, we miss Teo. We wish he were on, um, but uh, I, I'm personally enjoying Ked, Kate and Ted. But um, something's going to hit the fan, I think, when Kate finds out what what uh, Ted's been up to behind her back with the, yeah. the torturing torturing her grandson, uh, making him twist. Um, so uh, that should be interesting. Um, so, uh, I mean, I'm hoping it makes it, it leads to makeup sex, but, you know, who knows. <laughs> um, but uh, let's see. All right. So let's take, let me start with, um, I, and I, I will give a qualifier. I did not see Friday's show yet. I have not watched Friday's yet. Um, did you get to see any any of it this week or all of it? Or? I saw up to half of Wednesday. Okay, so we got we got a few days to talk about. Um, I guess the first first thing we could talk about is how um, basically Ted is the has is the one you know uh, the one that's been Actually, freaking out Wilson Wilson. He's been uh, torturing them with those notes that he's been leaving that we knew about, but he didn't. The Sonny and Will didn't know that that's who it was. And so now, of course, I think it was revealed at the end of last week's show, um, you know, the week, not this Friday, but last Friday, that it was Ted. And then they had some good scenes this week where Ted's basically like, so, um, yeah, you know, I sent a private eye to follow Leo to the Kyriakis mansion, or Casa Kyriakis, as we affectionately refer to it as. And, um, that night that he went to meet up with you, Sonny, at the mansion. And, you know, funny thing was, his car came in, uh, parked in the back, and then what a really strange thing it was to see you guys driving Leo's car out. <laughs> yeah. And um, then when we came upon the uh, crash that you guys had set up, basically, imagine my surprise when I open up the trunk and I find... Leo dead, rolled up in a carpet, in a you know, a, a carpet, and uh, they're like, you know, they tried to play it coy for a little bit, like, uh, you know, like we don't know what you're about, and then obviously after he said all that, it became very obvious that that uh, he knew what was going on, yep. and I would and I would guess he probably has evidence, right? I mean, he probably has uh, well, a very convincing argument that he could just destroy them in court. Oh, yeah. What were you going to... And the way uh, Justin... 
going. <laughs> the way what? The way Justin's luck in court has been going. <laughs> you know what he needs to do. He needs to he needs to get hot and heavy with the DA because apparently Ted seems to think that the DA likes him, so <laughs> he seems yep. to be getting good with her. So uh, so anyway, uh, he he basically put the screws to them and said, "Well, I don't know how much money I want yet, <laughs> but since." You guys screwed me out of a third of whatever Leo would have gotten uh, by killing yeah. him, and they're like, "Look, they explained what." Then they finally came to, you know, came out with it and said, "Here's what happened," and they're like, "So," and Ted's like, "You couldn't have made a phone call to make sure that there wasn't anything you could do to resuscitate him," <laughs> and they're, you know, I don't, I don't remember what their response was, but uh, you know, it was kind of like, "Well, we really wanted to get Maggie's carpet clean." No, anyway, um. So I don't know what happened after that, but bottom line is they were like, huh? Oh, you mean that 911 yeah. number? Uh, so, uh, and remember they, we had that conversation last week where where they had said something like, well, do we know for sure if he was dead? And, you know, because, and he's like, well, I checked, but, I mean, I, and he said, well, you checked, but you were, like, really freaking out. Do you think you got it wrong? You know, and I was thinking, you know, if he wasn't dead by the by mantle, forehead to mantle, then he was certainly dead by carpet fumes, you know, hey. being rolled up in a carpet with no air for God knows how long. But um, I still, do you have any kind of vibe or feeling like maybe Leo might still be alive or no? That's the vibe I'm getting. That's what I'm kind of thinking. I'm kind of thinking that old Ted is going to squeeze Sonny out of as much money as he can and then Leo's going to kind of resurface somehow, but I don't know. I I don't know. I mean, I, the rumor had been that he just had a short, uh, the actor just had a short contract, but they may have said that just to, you know, throw everybody off the track and off the path. But um, I, I think there's a distinct possibility that he could still, you know, come out alive somehow. Um, but what I want to know is anybody, I mean, at first they commented that the, the that the rug was gone, like what happened to the rug? Oh, we spilled, you know, Ariana spilled a great punch on it. And then Ariana's like, no, I didn't. Uh, yeah. But uh, we're taking it to the cleaners. But has anybody mentioned it since? The rug is not back yet. <laughs> yeah. Like, was anybody wondering, like, how crappy of a cleaner did they take it to? Because how long ago was that, that, Sonny, that Leo supposedly died? Yeah. Um, so, anyway, I, I don't know. They know. replaced it with something I didn't. I didn't notice. Yeah. What's that? Or hasn't Maggie noticed yet? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. So, yeah, so it's a little bizarre. Nobody, I, at least I haven't caught anybody mentioning it. I'm on something on Friday, but just one of those things that make you say, hmm. Yeah. Let's see. And then, um, so basically Ted's not sure if he wants a seven, uh, you know, a uh, what did he? What was it exactly? It was seven or eight? Yeah, um, I think. What's the term? What's the term? What's something with seven or eight zero zero or figures? I can't remember what the term was. Figures. There you go. So seven or eight. Uh, fi- uh no, figure. So either a million or a billion, I guess. Is that if my math is correct? Anyway, so Sony's like, well, look, I don't even work for Titan anymore. I don't have a job. You know, it's not like I can have access to that money. And Ted's like. I'm sure you can figure out a way, you know. 
like shake down Grandpa <laughs> or Uncle Kiriakis, Uncle Victor, and um, and he and then Sonny's like, okay, from here on out, Will is out of this. Just leave him out. And he's like, well, that wouldn't really give me the kind of leverage I think I'm looking at here if I leave <laughs> Will out of this. <laughs> so. So he's, even though Will doesn't have a penny to his name, you know, Will's going to be in with this too because it just tortures Sonny and makes makes him even more stressed out. Um, and then, uh, let's see. Actually, so, so while, actually, Will does have money. Okay. All the money he stole. Um, who's the, oh, Sammy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. I thought. I thought that I thought what's her name? I thought Belle gave that back or something. She gave what Sammy gave her back. Half. Oh, half yeah. of it. Yeah. Okay, I wondered about that. I'm glad you caught that because I, I was wondering about that too because I thought it was like two hundred something million. But was that the half of it or was that? I think sure. that was anyway. Half. Okay, so Sammy still has some. So, um, so yeah, so I guess Will does have some money then that he could tap into. So while Pitt's making his list of what he wants to buy, trying to figure out what his budget's going to be, how much he needs to charge Sonny and Will for uh, uh, for <laughs> the pleasure of not <laughs> turning them into the police. Go ahead. Uh, how much he wants to charge for him keeping quiet. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, he said, you know, I could call the police and turn you in, but then what is that going to get me? I'm still out my lawyer, my legal fees that I've even paid. So, you know, somebody should have said something about pro bono or something. But um, so so Ted's doing that, and then um, I'm still not convinced he's not working for somebody else that we aren't even seeing right now, but I could be wrong. For Andre. Um, could be, could be, yeah. Um, so there's that. And then speaking of Victor, so Brady, then last week he had gotten pissed off when he realized that Victor was, you know, was supposedly behind, behind the setting up, setting up, uh, it, it, setting up Teresa to make it look like Please. she had drugs at the house and. Um, so he goes storming over to Victor, tells, oh, don't you always love it when somebody says they're dead to you? It's like, that's so, that's so, like, you know, so dramatic. Um, first one concerned And they keep talking. I know, exactly. So, uh, so that'll last about five minutes. Either that or somebody will actually croak. That's usually what happens. Either you're dead to me and then they actually die. Or yeah. you're dead to me, and a week later everything's fine. So Victor took the hit. He he basically owned up to how he had that you know he had Arturo was the only one involved. I had him go over there and leave the drugs and everything. So he saves saves Eve, but um, but of course there's nothing. Victor doesn't nothing. get anything for free. So <laughs> he. Uh, she made up an excuse to stay behind to get her, find her purse or something. And she went back in and talked to Victor. And Victor's like, well, you know, yeah, you know, you can thank me all you want, but for uh, covering for you, but guess what? I want you to make it right between me and Brady. You figure out how you, how to make that happen because 
this, you know, needs to get fixed, and you need to be the one to fix it. Meanwhile, Brady's like, why do you want to even talk to this guy? You know, he he made us lose Tate, you know. So um, so now Eve's got to do some fancy footwork um, to try to get Brady to forgive his grandfather so that, you know, he won't spill the beans on her. So, of course, naturally – the more that goes on, the more Brady says anybody who would have anything to do with me losing my son is dead to me, you know, kind of thing. So every time he says something like that, of course, the knife goes a little bit further in, into yeah. farther into uh, uh, Eve's heart. So well, of course now, so go ahead. Uh, Brady should look in the mirror because if he hadn't tried to um, blackmail Nicole, he wouldn't have been in the mess in the first place. <laughs> Oh, that's deep. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Uh-huh. He started the whole Good point. That's a good point. Yep, that's a good point. So, um and of course, okay, so so there's that and then um because Eve had told Jen that Jennifer that um, you know, the reason that uh, that Nicole left was not because she didn't love Eric anymore. It's because Brady made her. Um, now, does Jen know? Does Jen know what happened, or does he, she just know that it's something big? I, I believe she knows uh, that uh, Nicole killed Gamos. Okay, okay. So she's struggling because she's like, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, I went ahead and accepted Eric's uh, proposal. In, for marriage, but now she's feeling like a horrible person, and she feels awful. And Kayla's trying to make her feel better about herself. <laughs> she's keeping this big secret, but she knows if she spills the secret, it could affect so many people's lives negatively, mostly hers. And she even admits that she's kind of being selfish about it. So that's good. We should have some self awareness. Um, and then, um, so basically, Jen knows. That and she's kind of worried. Like, does Eric? You know, if Eric knew that Nicole didn't leave voluntarily, you know, would he? Would his feelings change? Meanwhile, he's having conversation with Chloe, and he leaves a little wiggle room. You know, did you notice that? Oh, Jen's the only one I want to want to have in my life, and he's like, well, yeah, you know, I love Nicole, but she left me, and you know, it's kind of like there was just a little bit of space in there, you know, for for some doubt a little bit, but um, in my opinion anyway. And so, you know, so Chloe and Eric are talking. So I want to interject something here. Do you think Chloe and Eric are going to come together when Jack comes back and all that mess happens? Not that's a mess, but, I mean, do you think – I thought it was interesting that those two were talking – yeah. Do you think they were just chem testing it, or I don't know? They seem very much friends. I mean, I I didn't get any kind of sexy vibes there, but yeah. kind of wondered if they were laying the groundwork for that or something. I don't know. And what do you the, think? The Wesleys have never been close either. Say that again. The Bradys and the Wesleys have never been close either. Oh, that's true. That's true. So I don't know, but I thought that was interesting. And then, of course, she's kind of confiding in Eric that she's not sure how Lucas really feels, and she's not sure how she feels, and she's 
feeling loved and you know, all that stuff. And um, Lucas overhears it, so he's like tries to reassure her and everything and all that. And you know now, but it's so bittersweet because we know he's le- that that he's yeah, being. I want him he back. He's off. I know. I'm really pissed yeah. about it. And you know he would come back in a New York minute. He loves being on the show, and so I just it just pisses me off. It's like, oh, anyway. Did you but, hear the uh, rumor? The rumor about Chad. Uh, rumor about Chad. Um, uh, yes, I have heard that. Yeah, he might be leaving. You know what? If he leaves, mm-hmm. give Brian. What's that? Oh yeah, bring yeah, definitely. Brian so back. who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I'm always you know it's like, oh yeah. So yeah. I just I think they need to find room for Brian again because. That just really pisses me off. Um, yeah. And I hate how, I mean, he and, he and, um, he and, uh, I'm sorry, my names are, okay, he and Adrian were so close and so good together at the time. Yep. And it's like they, they had scenes this week and it was just kind of, it was friendly, what? but it was like, dang, where was all that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. So... I don't. I didn't really like her hairstyle. Also, FYI, but um, I think she got it cut too short or something. But uh, that le- that's just my commentary. But um, but anyway, and so they kind of Chloe and Lucas kind of kiss and whatever. Yeah. Makeup or, not, not they were fighting, but but it's just kind of like we know how it's going to end. So it's like just kind of frustrating, you know, knowing that he's going to leave, leaving or that they've already sent him packing for now. I mean, maybe they're just resting the character. Just annoying because they're bringing all these little people back and maybe they won't be long-term, but I don't give a crap about Mimi. I just Me really don't care about that character. I never did. Didn't like her when she was on originally. Yep. And then on top of that, um, let's see, uh, Adrian has Patch, or Patch, Steve trying to find Bonnie, um, Bonnie, because she, I guess does she want her? Like, is she trying to get her back in prison? Is that the deal? Because yeah. she feels stressed just thinking about her roaming the earth. So she's all, trying to get Bonnie of, back to town. Bonnie, what? What's that? All of a sudden, she's afraid of Bonnie. Oh yeah, yeah, and I guess that would be because they're bringing Farrah Fouth back as Mimi. So they're going to find Bonnie. And Steve found that she had sold some land in some sort of scam and ran off with the money. And so she's got money now. So um, so Bonnie's out there. So it's just a matter of time before somehow Mimi or somebody, you know, because we know Mimi and Rex are coming back, although Rex is going to be played by someone else. I'm trying to remember who. Kyle hmm. Lowett or whatever the name is. Oh, that's right. Louder. Louder. That's right. Yeah. And then, um, which is kind of, I mean, that's hard for people who watch the show a long time because he used to play Eric. No, wait. He used to play uh, Brady, right? Brady. Yeah. So it's like, oh. Yeah. Eesh. I never um, cared either. I, I wasn't a real fan of his either, to be honest. Uh, so, um so we got all kinds of crazy stuff going on. So I guess they're trying to find Bonnie, and then so Pat, so Steve is on on the path trying to find her. Um, he's on it uh, on that trying to find her for 
for uh, Adrian. And um, I'm trying to think. Uh, then that leads us patch. That leads us into Kayla and Jennifer were talking. They were sharing their respective secrets. And Steve walked up and kind of heard that Kayla, heard Kayla saying that she doesn't know what Steve would do if she, if, if he found, found out about her secret, you know, basically that she, you know, did some really kind of bad things and unethical things to get Stefan to, in order for Stefan to get in the eye. And, you know, all this time I was thinking, what is it in it for Stephen to keep that eye going? And sure enough, he used that leverage this week. So I thought, surely he has control of that thing and he can turn it off. I don't know if Caleb thought that far ahead, but Stephen had, Stephen had. So he um, basically was like, well, you're going to do what I want you to do and tell me all about my baby that Abigail's carrying because, um, you know, because I, I could just make Steve not see again any, at any time. And so now he's holding that over her. Okay. <sighs> so it just gets deeper and deeper. Poor Kayla. She's so going to be she's the compromised doctor at this point. Um, yep. and any thoughts on that? Yeah. Uh, you know, all the like um crap that Steve has pulled in the past. I think he would yeah. be angry for a while, but I think he'd understand yeah. why she did it. Yeah, of course. If that makes him leave the show, I'm gonna be really pissed. Yeah, I agree. So, um, yeah, I was thinking, is this what's going to, you know, but I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know what it's going to be, but, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, he's left the family. He's been away, you know, MIA and he and Kayla made up and all, you know, she forgave him for a lot of stuff. So good point. Um, so anyway, but of course, you know, Steve's thinking, gosh, what if Kayla's sick? What if she has cancer or something? She's not telling me. You know, he's thinking of, like, the worst things, like, in the way that, like, she's trying to protect him from something because he was going through all that drama, you know, with his eye, that stress and everything. So, um, I don't know. I just think that it's kind of, I don't know. It's a little bit manufactured. I mean, I guess it's a good plot point, but it's, it's a little bit manufactured from the standpoint of these two have been through so much. Yeah. It's kind of hard to find something that could be a deal breaker. And so, I mean, when somebody gets your eyesight back, it's like, okay, like how badly could you really hate them? I mean, you know, so I don't know. But anyway, the drama is there and the drama is real. So, um, and then, so, so patch tells, um, John, that he's right. He was talking to John. He was like, I don't know. Kayla's hiding something from me, but I don't know what it is. I'm really worried. Yada yada yada. And then of course John goes home, walks into in the house, and Marlena's wearing her dress, wedding dress, and she's like trying to cover up and everything because he's like, oh, that's beautiful, you know. And she's like, well, now basically you're you just ruined the wedding, you know, right in her dress before the wedding. I'm like, he's seen a lot more than her dress before the wedding. Yeah. Come on, people. I mean, I, <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so, I mean, I guess that just means Sammy is going to show up to the wedding. Is that what we can assume? And <laughs> show up? 
Is that for is that foreshadowing? Yeah, or it could be Kristen showing up. Oh, true, true, but it's pretty obvious foreshadowing, don't you think, Jen? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna bust through on their motorcycle or something. Something's gonna happen. Some stuff's gonna go down at the wedding. Oh, yeah. Um, I bet you know. I have to. I have to think, and I could be totally wrong, but I almost can almost imagine that Dula Hall would be. I mean, I know that the. I know her fan. I know that the Jarlena fans are excited about the wedding. Don't get me wrong; it's romantic and all that. But I can't help but think that she's kind of like cracking up inside, thinking Marlena's like, "Oh, has everybody RSVP'd yet for the wedding and everything?" Because it's kind of like. <laughs> Remember they have that whole stash of toasters they've never even used for all their prior weddings when we were yeah. talking about that last week. Um, imagining that that could be the case. So anyway, but I mean, I'm happy for the Jarlena fans. It's great for them that they're getting this wedding. And then we know it's going to bring some drama. Some crazy yep. stuff's going to happen. So that should be interesting. Um, but uh, it is kind of funny having her at this stage, of, you know, stage of the game. After however many weddings she's had in her life. <laughs> yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Planning it like they're, you know, yeah. But anyway, good. T- it'll be a good time will be had by all, I'm sure. Um, yep. Let's see. Um, and then, okay, as far as Kate, oh, I forgot Kate. Um, okay, so I'm loving, you know, last week I mentioned how much I loved and could have watched that those scenes with her with Kate and Gabby, yes, for like a whole episode, loved it. Their their oh the dynamic between those two was awesome. Well, so this week, Gabby overhears Kate talking to Chad because you know when you go to the park for yep. a private conversation, you know everyone's going to hear it, and yep. um, so Gabby comes upon her as Kate seems like she's about to tell Chad the truth about the baby, that it's really his. And so even though she wasn't really going to do that necessarily because Chad had just said he was really working on accepting the baby and trying to work to be there for Abigail, so Kate wasn't really going to have to say it right then. But um, Gabby comes running up, grabs the phone, hangs up on him, and so then she texts on Kate's phone, sorry, something came up, I'll, we'll talk later or something, so that Chad wouldn't wonder what was going on. Um, and then she, like, digs into, you know, she just, like, goes after Kate, like, you were, weren't you, you were going to tell him, weren't you? So, you know, they finally realize, and they're talking, that they need to be able to trust each other, and they need to, to work together and continue to work together, and they, can't, they hatched a new plan. Do you want to share some of that as far as um, uh, what they hatched? Where, that, I'm, not, I'm not sure what you saw through. I'm kind of fuzzy on that. But, okay. I had the volume down. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. So let's see. Um, so Kate goes over to, um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Kate goes over to Abigail's place. And yeah, she, and she uh, waited in Abigail. And, Yes, made her feel awful, basically. <laughs> like, you were at the abortion clinic, and you didn't even abort the baby, and it's, you know, you expect Chad to, like, live with this, and, you know, it basically makes her feel like a horrible person, which is really hysterical, in my opinion. <laughs> Did you get to see those scenes? 
Yeah, I saw them. It's like. <laughs> like <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, so that so that her job was to get Abigail all worked up and feel all guilty about it and everything. And then, um, let's see, Gabby, I think Gabby's part was to talk to Chad, right? I mean, is that, I'm trying to think, yeah, of, I'm trying to remember now. Yeah. She was talking she to talk. Chad in the park and um, JJ walked in, or, or walked over. Oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember, I honestly am drawing a blank right now, but I think, anyway, they're both working on Abigail and Chad to kind of, you know, pull them apart. And I saw, I think I saw or heard a spoiler or maybe, or something about, yeah, or maybe it was a thing for Friday that I didn't get to yet. But Gabby, I guess, okay, so Chad, at the beginning of the show, at the beginning of the week, he was trying to work with Marlena. He sought help with Marlena for, you know, trying to work through this because he's having a really hard time with it. And, um, you know, he sort of like was starting to work it out, you know, to try to be able to accept this baby uh, for Abigail's sake. Then, um, meanwhile, uh, Stefan shows up at the Wharton house and sees that Abigail is starting to show and that the baby is already kicking, yada, yada. And he, you know, she sets some pretty firm ground rules, like, no, you're not going to come to the appointment in a couple of weeks to get the ultrasound with me. Nope, you won't be hearing the heartbeat. Nope, you won't be doing this and that. Until this baby is born, you will be staying clear of me because I don't want you around. Um, no, you won't. And he's like, well, can I feel the baby? You know, touch your stomach. She's like, nope, you can't do that. So she was very stern and very direct with him, very clear. Yep. And then I guess the baby, she was having, like, this thing. I don't know. It started, she started to double over. And yeah. um, and then I guess the baby was just kicking or whatever. And so he I guess, he kind of begged her to let him touch, the, touch it while the baby was kicking. And, of course, that's when Chad walks in. And Chad, up to that point, had thought maybe he could make this work. What does he do? He walks in and he sees Stefan, his evil brother that he hates, Touching yep. Abigail's tummy and feeling the baby kick, and so um, Chad was about to go after him to just pummel him again, and yep. um, you know. So then, basically, after Stefan left, Chad was like, "You know, I've been trying to do it. I've been trying to work through this. I've been trying to see if I could do it, but nope, I just can't." You know, I mean, it was more complicated than that, but basically, he told yep. Abigail that he was going to move out and that. He just could not deal with this. It was just too much. And so she's like, well, I do understand, but, you know, I'm I'm always going to love you. I'm always going to be here for you, but I do understand how difficult this is and and how much it's asking of you. So I just, I didn't get to see the very, very last part of Thursday's episode, but it was, I was at the software, I was at the point where they were saying goodbye, like Chad was about to leave. So, um, but I saw in the spoiler, and I don't know if it was for Friday's show. I think it was for Friday's show, where it said Gabby finds a way to make sure that she moves under the same roof as Chad. And when I read that initially, it was before he had moved out. So I thought, why would Gabby be moving into the Horton house? But Chad must move into, like, the, the Martin house. or – I was going to say the Martin house, yeah, and where all the other guys are. <laughs> and then um, 
And so Gabby's gonna must be gonna get a room there. So um either that or Casa Curiacus, they all move <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway. Well, because I did think about that because Chad is the head of you know, Titan yep. and Ariana is living at the mansion, so it could be do you know for sure one way or the other? Because it could be that they both move into the mansion together. I don't know. Anyway, one way or another, she's you know, Gabby's making darn sure that she's <laughs> going to be tempting Chad at any opportunity she, she can. Um, and so, um, oh, and then at one point when, of course, there again, Gabby's in the park and she's talking on the phone and she's, or something, or talking to herself, I can't remember, about the same uh, either way, but so something about telling the truth that maybe she she needs to tell the truth, and Rafe over here is it, and of course he you know he's not buying any of the excuses that she comes up with like yo I meant telling the truth to Ariana and she was well he, you know he just like kept cornering her and you know he's like you know I'm pretty good at figuring out when somebody's lying especially you, and so they had kind of their brother sister thing and all and he so. Um, you know, so they have that interchange. And then, um, let's see. Uh, 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 the oh, ben and the boy. And I just love that Gabby, I just love that Gabby's, like, out for it. She's, like, not, she doesn't, it's like a take no prisoners. She's, like, she's going to win. I mean, like, Keep I love it. Keep um, this girl. Camilla? What's that? He oh, is yeah. such a good one. You know, what's kind of interesting is that, you know, while she was filming that movie, it kind of worked out. She was off screen for a while while she was in prison, quote-unquote prison, because she was filming a a movie. And for months, the story centered around um, Abigail and her DID, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, And now it seems like it's kind of neat because now that she's been back, it's the story is really shifted to where she's sort of the center and all, all the things are kind of moving around her. And that's really kind of cool. I like that. Um, and I love that she and Kate are in league. And I love it that it makes sense because Kate always was close to Gabby. And it, yeah. always, it pisses me off when writers do something that's not organic, you know. And to me, that's- this is an organic thing because, you know, she's always mentored Gabby or she's mentored Gabby. How have she helped try to rid a body for you know, yep. years ago. But they've she's always kind of since that's you know since Gabby's the mother of her of Kate's grandchild and then also just they all they've always had a kind of a special connection. And so I mean maybe not always, but they developed a, a special connection. And so I love it that they're working with each other right now. Oh, I know what it was back earlier when I was trying to remember what she did with Chad. Gabby then tells Chad, well, I saw, I wanted to tell you, I in working with Stefan, I saw that he made a deal with such and such shipping company or whatever. And Chad's like, oh, man, I was trying to get that deal for Titan. I guess I didn't even realize they knew about that or whatever. So she's basically planting the seed with him of something he's going to, I don't know where she's leading with that, but basically she was doing that while Kate was filling Abigail with all kinds of 
<laughs> bad thoughts about herself. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Like Chad's going to start thinking, well, who told, how did they find out? You know, is, he's, he's going to be, that's going to upset him. And he's, she did that for a reason. I can't remember. I guess it's just going to cause him to be sniffing around and trying to figure out what's going on over at Demira and everything. And it also gains his trust. It, it, if Gabby's looking like she's looking out for him in that way, even in business, that, you know, I guess that's one more, one more, you know, uh, box, box that she's checking, you know, for him as far as friends go. I don't know. So, yeah. And um, let's see. Uh, I know there were other things that were going on. What, what else? Uh, um, wait, was, was that about? What's that? Morena and Ben. He ruined. He did not start the fire. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I I do have to wonder. I kept thinking that Marlena was going to say, "Well, just because you think you remember everything, how can we know that for sure?" But you know, just like that, you know, Ben. Yeah, you're right. Ben was hypnotized. He, he, and I, I thought he was really genuine when he went to Marlena. He, that's, he is such a good actor. I just love him. But, you know, he sincerely wants to get help. He sincerely wants to be well. He asked Marlena if he could see her regularly, even though he has another therapist, um, court-appointed or whatever. But he really likes her. And she's probably like, um, you can't afford me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> my prices are way too high for you, Ben. No. Uh, you know, I'm thinking to her, it's like, he tried to kill, he, like, for all intents and purposes, killed her grandson, you know. Um, it's like, kind of be hard to take him on as a client. But anyway, she's standing up for him. I mean, obviously, Will's back now, but um, she's standing up for him, sticking up for him. So she basically told Hope, and Hope's not happy with her at all. But Hope's no. basically, you know, he's, she's like, look, Ben was hypnotized. He remembered everything that happened that night. He did not set the fire. He believes he did not set the fire. She was an I believe him. And Hope's like, well, we're never going to agree on that. Boom. So then, okay, so wrapping up real quick here. Probably need to wrap up. Um, Hope, basically, Rafe tells Hope, look, we've double dutied it. We've triple dutied it. We've gone over everything 100 times. We really don't have even any evidence to show or prove that that Ben was the one that set that the the place fire. on fire that Sierra was in. So, you know, of course she didn't want to hear that. But then she decided to get the bright idea to basically offer Ben a deal. We'll close the case if you hightail it out of here and leave my daughter alone and never come back to see her. Never bother her again, never talk to her again, never speak to her again. And um I, and so he took the deal. And then um, Sierra, of course, tried to stop him. <laughs> so that's a lot where I left off on that. Oh, and one other thing with Sierra, Sierra was um, Sierra and Trip had finally like got back together, if you will, and they were like kissing, and they they had some great dialogue, but they were also really hot for each other. <laughs> and she finally said, she said, okay, she was no, I want this come to my room, basically come hither. <laughs> and um, he's like, really, R- really? Are you sure you're okay? You're sure you're, you're ready? You're, you know. And they're just about to walk to her room when Ben shows up at her place saying yep. that he remembered that he did not set the fire and all. So, of course, then that creates, you know, that, of course, kills the mood right there that they were enjoying. 
And um, so they didn't end up uh, making love after all, her and Tripp, because now Ben's entered the picture again, and now she's conflicted again. Um, and so when he, she saw that he was leaving town, she's like, don't go, you know, please don't go. So she's obviously caught between two really hot men, that really hot, one, one's a baddie, one's a goodie, trying to be a goodie, and one's a goodie, and he's adorable. Um, and I really like both of them. So if I were Sierra, I'd be, I'd be stuck too. <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, I think that, does that cover everything for now? I mean, we don't really I, need to talk I, about how so. Claire, Claire's feeling sorry for herself. Yeah. I think so? I think we got it? I think that's about it. Okay. Um, oh, one more thing real quick. Eli and Lonnie, they had some great scenes, great, great yeah. scenes. With. They got the death certificate, the baby. Oh, it's really sad. So sad. They, they're they doing some great dialogue. Like It's almost like they're like, writing the script. I did, too. You, you said you do like them? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, I like them, too. I didn't think I was going to. But they really, whoever's writing these scripts, it almost seems like they've, experience that kind of loss because they're really yeah. doing a great job on it. Um, it's very, I'm sure a lot of people watching the show, men and women that have been through it, I think it's neat that they're showing that Eli's hurting too and that he's sad and he's, you know, it's broken him up too. Um, so I'm enjoying that. I didn't want to leave that out because that was really important. Um, Claire's feeling sorry for herself as I was about to say earlier and we don't really care. We don't need to talk about that because we don't really care how Claire feels about herself. But Anyway, so, um, all right. Well, I think that's about it then. Yeah, I think so. All right. Well, thanks for calling in. We tag-teamed it this week, and um, hopefully everybody will be back next week. And until then, have a great rest of the weekend. You too. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.